Welcome to the 54th edition of the Guna Podcast, recorded on the Monday evening immediately after Arsenal's 6-0 win over Blackpool, with the Gunners in second place behind Chelsea in the Premier League table. As usual, this podcast is sponsored by the website for all your best unofficial Arsenal t-shirts, Goonashirts.com. Goonashirts.com, we got t-shirts, t-shirts galore, including t-shirts of William Gallas, even though he plays for Spurs. He's a Tottenham bastard, he's a Tottenham bastard. I'm your host, David Udo, as our previous incumbent, Joe Broadfoot, has still not returned from distant lands and shows no sign of doing so anytime soon. Mark, is he turning Japanese? Is he turning Japanese? Who? Joe Broadfoot? Well, I think so, was what I was going for. Oh, OK. So get used to me. However, I'll thank... I think he's turning Japanese. I really think so. There we go. Was that song about masturbation, apparently, wasn't it? Anyway, our thanks to Joe for still taking care of the technical side of getting our, uh, our ramblings ready to go online. As for the panel, once more, we have our original classic lineup reunited, the online Gooners version of Deep Purple Mark II. So to kick us off on guitar, it's not Richie Blackmore, but the man with the Brazilian girlfriend, it's Don Sebastiano. No, no, don't bring your bloody pilot <laughs> life into this. I didn't write the script, I'm just reading it. All right. Uh, good evening, Basti. Hello. Next up, he might not be Ian Pace, but he's run a marathon. The Theo Walcott Appreciation Society founder and sole Facebook group member, it's Mark Ollington. Hello! And finally, he once had as much hair as Ian Gillen, but now all they have in common is memories of better days and a beer belly. Controversial versatile goon columnist, the hybrid spy, a.k.a. the inimitable Steve Ashford. My beer belly is bigger than his. <laughs> what does inimitable mean? You've got a flash word, now tell us what it means. Um, the uh, uncomparable. Uh, uh, what? Uncomparable. Uh, uh, what? Who are you? Who are you? Who are Okay, guys, so... Um, as per last time, uh, I'm going to pose the questions to different panel members as and when I see fit. Based on Saturday, Jesus. based on Saturday, <laughs> six new against Blackpool. Theo Walcott, how good was he? Steve Ashford, can Theo Walcott step up this year? Well, considering he wasn't playing against anyone, and Blackpool, you can only play the opposition just, put in front of you, Steve. Just turned up. Um, he played all right. He played okay. Um, Scored his first Arsenal hat trick. Stop interrupting him. You're a quiz master, not a bloody. Shut up. <laughs> didn't, have a, didn't, have, didn't have a keeper. You know, I'd like to see him do that against Chelsea or Man United or um, Tottenham. Anyway, one of our big rivals. But you, you can only beat what's on the pitch. He did well. He did fine. But like Alan Hansen on Saturday night, I'm going to reserve my judgment until he can he can sort that final pass out more than once every. Every six times he gets to the byline. We've got Basti, but, but we're Basti we're nodding in agreement, but frustrated by Wellington. Theo for Saturday. That's all I can say. Basti, you appear to be nodding in agreement. Your nodding thoughts on Theo well, Walcott? I think Theo's great, but that final ball, and that, I mean that one that is skied, the shot that's always, where did it go? He's still got a few of those, uh, that, that final touch isn't quite there, although he, very encouraging, and he did look a bit more of a man than a mouse uh, than, than usual. And... Uh, his pace was blinding. When he turned that play and just went for it, I thought, ooh, shades of shoulder dropping in front of goal and going for it. 
Um, oh, you've got to give him a 9 out of 10 for that performance, really. Albeit there were still signs of the old skying it and very dodgy crosses. But there was one good cross he put in, and really, someone should have been in there. Absolutely. In fact, what was better about Saturday was, he was, he was cutting inside, going down the middle, and beating players down the middle, which, you know, he's never done before. Very much so. So it, it was good to see that on Saturday. Cause to be honest, I don't see him as a striker. I see in the paper this morning, Wenger saying, oh, he'll end up down the middle, I'm not so sure about that. Let's put it this way, it's the best I've seen him play for Arsenal. Mark Ollington, your thoughts? Theo Walcott. I think this panel, the Guna itself, Arsenal fans have been so mean to that young chap. He's 21. The youth is behind him. He's coming into his own. We saw it that half an hour against England, that first half. Mark we saw boys. it against Blackpool. <laughs> You'd be quite a young lad. Uh, he's got hairs lad. he didn't have before. He's you know looking what? at girls in different ways. He should be a Cub Scout leader. <laughs> he's, and I will say, his beard, he's now got a proper man's beard, rather than stubble. <laughs> I will also say, he's got those tattoos on his arms. He's now looking like a proper man, Steve. And I think with maturity comes football maturity and with football maturity comes that final ball we've all been looking for now his game against Blackpool was it perfect David? no there were some balls that went astray here some that didn't quite reach their targets but does anybody ever have the perfect game? no Thierry Henry often have a match where he might no, score three or four goals Dennis Bergkamp there's a lot unto himself Bastille no one compares to Dennis Bergkamp but I would say, on that performance, I'd say, yes, it was Blackpool. Yes, it was 10 men. But we saw a man who had been put down. We saw a man that has been abused by the editor of this fanzine. We've seen a man that is finally coming into his well, own. We have abused. seen the emergence of Theo Walcott. I am convinced this is his season. I am convinced this is when we see him come to the fore. And this is when he rams his skill down the throats of Ashford. And the editor, Kevin Witcher. Well, this is when he comes When he turns to Alan Hansen and says, yeah. Yes, yeah. we can. Let him rub it down my throat after Blackburn away on Saturday. Let's just see how good he is up there. Because most of the way games, he never sees the ball. Steve, well, don't forget it's a Steve, new dawn. Steve was someone who thought David Seaman was shit. So that's I, true. You know, that's we, are, we are looking, and he still does. And still does. <laughs> but that's another. We but do, you, we know, but you know, look, look, guys, let, let's be honest. We've just won six 0 I mean, the Blackpool performance does that prove that Arsenal are the complete footballing team? No. When going, should've when, been, when going forward, should have been ten. It should have been ten. Six out of ten, I give them for that because they only had to play, play ten men most of the game. And uh, I'll give them six out of ten on that performance. They still, they still tried to go through the eye of a needle, didn't they? Through the middle, all through that second. We've half. been playing that way for fourteen all years, though, Steve. Time, you know, through the eye of a needle again and again and again. They tried to do that pretty pass when it did come off in the last minute. Wilshire gets through, does a brilliant one-two with Fabregas, tries to chip the keeper, doesn't come off. If it had been nil-nil then, the one time we got through the eye of a needle would have failed. But this is a team with no Bentner. This is a team with no Fabregas, no Van Persie. You know, um, a team with no Sammy Nasri who's been our best player. Yeah, who are, who are Blackpool missing? Uh, Brett Ormerod didn't start on Saturday owing to a groin strain. Well, and you also, know. Blackpool have been in the lower leagues, right? And they've yep. come up there. There they are at this huge stadium, namely Arsenal Stadium, as I like to call it now, especially since he's got the clock back. But... Um, and they were just in awe of it. It would have been, it would have blew them away. They lost a player. Just all went, you know. They, 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 didn't, they never stood a chance. The moment they went, got in the ring. But three nil is uh, sorry, six nil and three points is three points. I mean, it doesn't matter if you beat Chelsea or whether you beat Blackpool. You can only play the opposition that's put in front of you. And and surely this should be a, a sign of optimism. You know, we're two games in. Well, to um, be fair, whenever Chelsea beat someone six nil with ten men, when the opposition had ten men, no one, no one says, oh, but they only beat ten men. Everyone goes awesome, Chelsea. 
So let's give ourselves some credit, I suppose. I mean, the evil flip side to the Blackpool game uh, was the Liverpool performance from the week before. Mm. Total lack of penetration against a side mm. likely to finish seventh if they're lucky. For all of our destroying relegation for the light Blackpool, should we be worried about how we will fare against the teams likely to finish at our end of the table, Basti? I didn't hear a word of that. I was thinking about something else. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I'll answer that one then. Thank I, you, Steve. I, I thought we did well against Liverpool. You thought we did well against Liverpool? We had 65% of the possession. They started defensively against us at home in front of their new manager with their big crowd, first home game of the season. They played defensively from the first minute to the last, even more so when they had 10 men. And the least we deserved out of that game was a point. If we'd have lost it, it would have been a travesty. What I did notice was that the, um, we played two games and we've had a player sent off for the opposition twice now, does this mean we're going to get a bit more protection from the refs? Could this be? Could we get play against ten men every week? Is what I'm thinking. Because that way we could win the league. I would say that we were much better first half against Liverpool than we were when Joe Cole got sent off. We actually yeah, went yeah. down here in the second half. Yeah, we so. can't play against ten men. That's true. So we we'll probably give add them another player, and we'll probably do all right. Who thinks Joe Cole should have gone? Do you think Joe Cole should I have think gone? it was absolute filth. Yeah. I don't think he meant to do it, but I don't really care. It was a filthy challenge, whether it was intentional or not. He just got a blood Definitely rush, sending rush of blood to the head, didn't he? And he just yeah. went for it. It was, it was one of those that I don't think he meant to be nasty with him, but it was a red card. Well, I th- I th- what, if if Cozzioni had done that on Cole, it would have been, oh, dirty, yeah. foreign, French. Same old Cozzioni didn't know anything about that handball before he was sent off. What was the point? Why was, uh, you know, to be honest with you, why didn't we um, take that, uh, appeal it? It's it two so yellow cards, you can't appeal two yellow you cards. You can't appeal it. You can't appeal two yellow cards. That, I, think, I think it's cowardly referee. This is the referee who yeah. Um, yeah. disallowed Tottenham's blatant goal on Saturday. I mean, I've, I have no love for Tottenham, same as any Arsenal fan. What, none uh, at all? Oh, no, not really. Oh, no, no, it wasn't Tottenham. It was Stoke had a goal disallowed in the last minute, wasn't it? Where the ball's clearly a foot yeah. over the line, the referee's going, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, standing on the goal line, so no need for goal line technology. But I mean, I, for the Koscielny incident, I can't help but think he's gone right. Liverpool have got one goal, Arsenal have got one goal, so that's fair. Liverpool have had a man sent yeah. off. If I send off Arsenal's as well, it is fair. You might and as well have a four year old referee. Yeah, it's like, exactly it's that. Mickey Mouse fucking justice, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly that. I mean, I mean, Mark, as good as we were against Blackpool, I mean, Liverpool aren't a great side. You know, they're a team built around Jamie Carragher, arguably the, the slowest centre-half in the Premier League and, for me, one of the most overrated players of the last 15 years. Um, are you worried Sorry that... It's, it's, yeah, I'd love to. Um, it's it, yeah, you just go out there armed with a copy of the sun, they won't come anywhere fucking near you. Um, are you slightly worried if we're going to struggle against a team that are playing on Thursday nights in the UEFA Cup that we're going... No, not at all. I think Liverpool will come 5th, 6th, 7th and if we can get one all draws against a team that are going to come 5th, 6th or 7th, we will win the league. The draws away from home against the top 10 clubs and you get your home home wins, you win the league. Simple as that. If we had to get a draw against all the teams that come in the top 10 and wins against the teams in the bottom 10, win our home games, then we win the league. So that's fine. Yeah. And, I, and to be honest, Liverpool didn't have any mugs at the back there. They had a, no. Every single player at the back was an experienced international and they had Gerard and Mascarano in front of them. Yeah. Plus Kite dropping back and the other fellow dropping back on the left. Yeah. So essentially they had two banks of four and then someone else in front of them for the entire 90 minutes. Yeah, and even though he might be fit, to bring on Torres, you know, towards the end isn't a bad sub to come on, is it, either? No. Oh, well, so, we did the flip reverse on Saturday, bringing on Van Persie and Fabregas after now. What happened to Torres' hair? 
He's got a weird, he's got a dark head. I've never seen a blonde bloke go dark before. There are some strange things going on with hair. Has anyone else noticed that Thomas Rosicki's become KD Lang? Yes, I've noticed That's that. That's really quite yeah, pretty. Well, it's done, it's done pretty well for his football, because I'll tell you what, he was looking pretty good. In fact, he's been great. Not physically, in that sense. What's not to love about a butch Canadian lesbian? And isn't that quite apt? You asked that, Steve, at Barnet, when you're crying about his new Barnet. Who's that rather attractive number seven, or whatever he was? I was thinking he looks a bit more like he's got that sort of seventies look, you know. But I was quite far away, so he's been brilliant this season, I have to say. I mean, yeah, he, he's been great. He's been great. I mean, on the unfortunately, the evil twin of the newly resurgent, fully fit and brilliant Thomas Rosicki is the continually underperforming Andre Arshavin. Despite his scoring a penalty and creating a goal on Saturday, what's this guy's problem, Basti? It doesn't look like his heart's in it half the time. He's Walking around, he's got a bit of an attitude, he's, sort of, he's got that I'm going to walk around kind of thing. He's, he's not chasing things, he's not going for it 100%. I don't know, he's, it, it sounds like he doesn't have a lot of mental strength. Eat too many pies. Too, too many pies? Too many pies. Nightclubs, women, show, show, la femme, same old thing. All night long, having it so large. Played better in the second half, though, on Saturday. Played a lot better in the second half. Mark, according to his website... He makes it Mr. Family Man, so perhaps he's not at the um, nightclubs and stuff. Yeah, have you seen his family? Isn't his wife quite nice? Yeah, they go out clubbing, lodging. But <laughs> he, this is a man who says, was it when he was injured, and he goes, oh, Andre, you get injured very much, he goes, I heal like dog. And <laughs> that's exactly what he said, I heal like dog, I come back strong. And to be fair, that's not true, is it? I think he's carrying niggles, carrying injuries. The man doesn't look right, whether mentally or no, physically. If, if, Something's not quite If there. he's a family man, what it is, is she's got him by the short and curlies and he's not freed up. He's mentally, he's arguing with her all day. It's worth going out nightclub, he's probably better for you than being locked inside with, you know, a hatchet job of a missus who's going to give you a really hard time Are all you day. Expressing stuff here, he's Pastor. a broken man. <laughs> he can't handle it anymore. Poor guy. So what's the answer? I mean, I mean, he's obviously not playing in his preferred position. I mean, for, for Russia, he plays just off Pavlyuchenko as one of two front men. Obviously, in this perverse 4-2-3-1 that Wenger likes playing, we don't have that role in the side. From Russia with love, I fly to you. How did we get the best out of Andre Arshavin, Steve Ashford? Oh, to be honest, how did we get the best? Good question. Um, play, I, we've tried everything. We've, we've played him on the left, we've played him on the right, we've played him up front. We've never really played him behind a striker or, or deep in the middle of the park. So, try a different position. Um, if in doubt, try a different position. Yeah. That's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Smoking the pancake. Um, but where is playing for Holland. This is a good idea. Oh, for sure. Just playing for Holland. Then this is a different position. He's sexy football. We all know Wenger plays players square pegs, round holes and all that. So, there could be something on that. Put him in defence. I mean, on the... On the <laughs> <laughs> left back. He can defend corners. He's tall enough, isn't he? We know I, he's not a striker. <laughs> so, he ain't going to play there. I mean, I've I proposed that. I mean, this this four two three one four three three, however way you, you want to look at it. I mean, how do you think it's working? Apropos. Ap- yeah, apropos of this. What does that mean? Uh, in, in light of what we have been discussing. Okay. Don't half come out with something <laughs> You didn't go to comprehensive school, did you? I did, actually. I did, oh, right. I t- I'll tell you, I'm one of those annoying people who went to comprehensive school and still speaks English. That's right, yeah. Where's Joe Bullfoot again? Well, he's, uh, he's turning Japanese, I think he's turning Japanese. Um, <laughs> so. so calling him a wanker? So, <laughs> no, Joe, if you're listening to me, mate, I'd be editing this. That is shocking. 
Me, Steve and Basti think you're doing a brilliant job. You're better than flipping David Udo here, mate. Take a notice whatsoever. It says a lot about a podcast listenership where we could address them individually by name, doesn't well, of it? Of course, he is in Japan and he will be listening, won't he? Yes. Because he can do that now with modern technology. Oh, I, oh, I, oh, he's on the interweb, is he? The interweb. All right, okay. You're my single friend and your yahoos and that. Can we get um, on with the Arsenal thing, please? Okay, so this 4-3-3, when everybody's fit, we've got Bentley, we've got Van Persie, we've got Shamak, we've got Rosicki, we've got Nasri, we've got Wilshire, we've got Fabregas. We have got Carlos Vela. Um, um, when everybody's fit, what is Arsenal's first choice front three? Steve Ashford. Yes, me, that's a hard one. That's a good question, that one, isn't it? Very good question. We're playing, we're playing Chelsea on the 4th of October. Oh, God. oh no! Away from home, what, oh. is, what is our front three? Very good question, David Udo. Well, if we're, we're playing Chelsea away, yeah? Uh, no, 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 because you'll stick a buoy in. Right, we're playing Man United at home. Man United at home, right. Okay. Man United at home. Okay. Oh, Who's your front Rizitsky, three? Rosicki, Chamak, and Van Persie. Crikey. Mark Ollington. Kevin Campbell, Anna Smith and Paul Merson. Yeah. <laughs> no, I go for... Ian Allenson. Ian Wright. Van Persie, Walcott, and Chamak Attack. Chamak Attack. Basti. I'm really... No, I'm not convinced about Chamak Attack yet, uh, to be honest with you. It does apparently hold players off... Uh, well, it's better than Bentner with one leg, I suppose. Um, Van Persie. Van Persie. And maybe we stick... Would well, you be good anyone else Dutch? No. Okay. Um, Nasher, Nasher Barazite? Well, uh, when's Nasri's not back? Is he? Nasri's not back. No, but when, no, the question is when everybody's fit, who is Arsenal's, who do you play as Arsenal's oh, front three? Who's your favourite front three, Basti? Oh, I don't really have one, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm not even that convinced about Fan Persie at the moment. He's, well, he's, he's, he's seems, I'll be honest with you, I think Fan Persie does a lot of that walking around as well. Who's um, in the game here? No, no, but I just, it's because I'm just saying. I'm it's just not a circle jerk, I'm asking. No, you don't all have to agree. It's not fucking rocket science. Uh, Chamak is he looked a bit like Bambi really he wasn't staying on his feet looked a bit um, 
But, that, you know, early days, I remember even Dennis and Henri, when they started, weren't all that. So give him, you've got to give him a bit of uh, support and he hope that he comes pitch. through. He was so all over the pitch, but when he, he got the ball, the he generally lost he it. He was brilliant. No, no, no. He, he was he, not brilliant. He, he, he was brilliant in those two games. He was right wing, left wing, uh, deep centre forward, yeah. attacking centre no, no. forward. I'm not saying he's a bad running player. Running the back four, running the side He track. doesn't look comfortable on the ball. Won the penalty. Is your name Bastin? Is your name Bastin? Sorry. Shut Anyway, so, ooh, that was a bit of a come on. No, but I just thought, I think he needs a bit of, the jury's out on my... At this stage, it's too early to tell. If in say four or five games he isn't sort of pulling his weight a bit more and must, he looks a bit like he's, he's too easy to get off the ball. There's one Blackpool player just took the ball off him yeah. last week. It was just like candy off a baby. That that will have to change. But you quite like the look of uh, Koscielny, our new number six. Yeah, he looked pretty solid. He looked, I thought. Steve, you couldn't help talking all over Basti. What do you no. want? Uh, I've said my bit now. Strike. <laughs> <laughs> his feelings. <laughs> I think I think Chimek's great. I love him. I think he's brilliant. Great acquisition for the club. Uh, if I was Barry Benton, I'd be a bit worried. Yeah, absolutely. Of his hair. Do you like it? Oh, yeah, Barry can sort of. I wish I had hair like that. It's I, I, I tell you, me yeah. and Mark are the Barry yeah. Bender fan club. Barry Bender. Yeah. Barry the Bender. I love him. It, I love Barry. Barry. I've got my trousers around my ankles outside a nightclub, fucking with me. Not. I love you. Know. Said Arshman was a better player. If he went to a few nightclubs. I've been stuck over with his missus. No, no, but like Arshman at least you know he's going to come back and he's interesting. Player Bender's just not. He's got a big well, ego. Not, as a side, do you notice none of you picked Arshman in your starting front three? See question before. Yeah, I, I, I'm just <laughs> sorry. I, just, I, I'm just throwing it out there. Um, anyway, um, yeah. Uh, where were we? About those um, Shumaka tax hair. Yes, very greasy. Though quite an interesting cut, which is always nice to see. Yeah. Yeah. I like cut. different haircuts on the pitch. I, I, don't. Don't. I, I think they should all look like the Beatles. All um, of them. I will say about that other chap. Was it Koscielny? Yeah, long on Koscielny. Looks very good, hair. but he still looked in quite slight. Yeah, very so much. So you go about Walcott looking like a man nowadays. Koscielny looks like a boy. So even though he's 25 or whatever he might potentially be, very skinny, not much meat to him. Will it be so difficult? Drogba's there though, will Drogba eat him alive? He was a skinny fan. Yeah, he will. That's the question. Drogba will eat him alive. Pace was good at Anfield, he read the game well and he cut out the diagonal balls. Yeah, three things which we normally suffer from away from home. Oh, I agree, Steve. There's How long is Chelsea? But is he October the 3rd. Well, he better get down the gym then, that's what I'd say, because he's got to get down the gym and drink some weight gain, because otherwise... Just if I was Wenger, I would play an oak tree at centre half against. We Drogba. don't have an oak tree, unfortunately. Uh, don't we normally tie a yellow ribbon round it to celebrate us going to Wembley? Why don't we buy any Germans? Well, Per Mertesacker was my first choice. Okay. However, Per Mertesacker was valued at twelve million pounds. Someone who is not valued at twelve million pounds, and uh, as of today, has passed a medical at Arsenal and will be joining us tomorrow, being Tuesday, in for a fee in the region <laughs> of five point eight million pounds. Is Sebastian Scalacci, the um, French international centre half? Scalacci, 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 Scalacci. He is French and rubbish. Scalacci. No, he's French and Polish. Koscielny. Oh no, I've mixed them up. Um, all at the same, those centre-halves. Um, yes, yeah, so, um, Sebastian Scalacci is the um, next, maybe the last, maybe not the last uh, addition to our squad um, this okay. summer. Um, Mark Collington, is Sebastian Scalacci the answer to Arsenal's defensive problems? Yes. And do we still need one more defender no, on top of him? He is, Joe. He's been my favourite player for years. <laughs> Sebastian Scalacci. Seriously, I saw him play for Monaco a few seasons back. I think it was 2002, just after he got back from Adjikoko on a loan. 
and he was brilliant. He came back into the team. He was one of the best players I've ever seen. He was defensive bedrock in their kind of um, bid for Champions League glory. They were sadly beaten by Porto in the Champions League final. But I've loved him since those glorious days. And I always thought, as a player, I won at Arsenal. He's now got 20 caps of France, you know, which is not bad since 2009. So he's come on leaps and bounds. He's played for France quite late in his career, his late 20s. But he's the kind of player that we want. Brilliant. So, so, favourite player. <laughs> Where did you get all this in? You really have been following him, haven't you? God, I love it. Every I love breath you take. I've loved it for years. I've loved Every it for years. Uh, in all seriousness, though, Steve, uh, <laughs> would you? Would, me, no, would you have preferred yeah. Arsenal to sign a <laughs> to, to send it into farce here at Gouda Towers? All I did was ask Kev, the editor, to supply us with a copy of Scalacci's Wikipedia profile, and I feel that I have been unfairly lampooned. I've learnt it off by heart. What more do you want? You bastard. You utter bastard. No, Basti. Well, you apparently, uh, <laughs> he was born on the 11th of August. <laughs> Sebastian Scalacci. Oh, was from, from Toulon. The, the guy from Toulon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. born on the 11th of August. And did you know he's, he's 1 metre and 85 <laughs> centimetres tall? He's 6 foot 1. <laughs> And he's a, he's a Leo, because if he's born on the 11th of August, and Leos are the best, apparently. Other Pisces, oh. they roar, they roar at people like, like, like um, who's that? Like nice. Drogba, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and um, his, his number, as apparently at Seville, he played the number four shirt. Interesting. Very interesting, interesting, that, yeah. Uh, but he's only, that's not available this season. But what a lot of people don't know four is four that he had 117 appearances for Monaco. And scored 11 time. goals, which for a centre-back isn't bad. And he was in the team that beat Chelsea in the semi-final. That yeah. was in that Champions League. But he only scored League one goal in 49 appearances for Sevilla. Interesting. Back which back. is very interesting, mm. between 2008 and 2010. So, so perhaps his goal has gone a little bit. So, 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 that's, so that, that just shows how much you know about him. <laughs> so one, one centre-back in, one centre-back out. And the news uh, came through at the end of last week and confirmed this morning... Our former captain, William Gallas, um, has signed for that mob up the road. Steve Ashford. Well, I don't think he realises. <laughs> I don't think they realise. I, I don't think he realises what a reception he's going to get. I think he, if, he thinks, if he thinks he's going to turn up there and they're going to go, oh, he's a good player. <laughs> <laughs> we like him. He's very much mistaken. As Harry says, we haven't signed a Yorkshire Ripper, you know. Well, I think... <laughs> <laughs> think cool, blimey, bleeding buggery. We ain't signed a Yorkshire Ripper. They're going to have one song for him, and it's going it's to begin with fuck, second word off, third gallus. <laughs> and that's it. You know, so When's he starting? When's he start work then? Do you think so? Yeah, 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 three weeks of training. Yeah, they will take to They hate on. anything to do with Arsenal. Anything that's tainted with the red and white shirt. No, but they, they, didn't even like, they didn't even like having red on their Thompson logo two years ago. So how they ain't going to like having an ex-Arsenal captain but, but, but have you seen their new kit? It's pretty fucking dire, isn't it's it? Horrible. it looks but like another thing, but that, that, that aside, um, the nice thing is that nine out of ten times Tottenham players come to Arsenal. We've Absolutely. got Pat Jennings, yeah. all, that, all that stuff. Right? Decent, Sol Campbell. Fun. We, all get their, we get their like, heroes and best players. And then the one time they get one of ours, it's fucking Gallas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they can fucking have him because he's going to ruin... He's, he is the cancer within in that dressing room. He's yeah. going to ruin it and turn it inside. They're all going to just... They're going to... Tottenham will die with Gallas there because their morale is already... Actually, their morale well, isn't that bad. The morale's good at Spurs. It is a worryingly. Yeah, he's until they sign Gallas. Absolutely. He's our secret weapon. I think he's a reasonable player. Yeah, he's injury-prone, yeah. but a reasonable player. But I just... 
don't think he realises what he's letting himself in for. Mark, are you, are you particularly upset that our ex-captain has joined uh, Tottenham, or do you wish him all the very best in his future endeavours? I was more upset when Rohan Ricketts joined Tottenham. I was more <laughs> upset then. Um, yeah. No, I rated Gallas as a player. I think I've said on this podcast on quite a few occasions, as a centre-back, him and Thomas Mayer last season, one of the best pairings in the league, if not the oh, best pairing. But what I, I agree with these chaps here when I say that he's not a nice man. He is the evil in the dressing room. He's gone. He'll go to Spurs. He'll ruin their team spirit. Harry will be there crying amongst his little twitchiness. Brilliant. Great. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So the problem Harry will have and it, and it's, is it's, that... It's a little nail in Harry's coffin as well. Well, the thing is, Harry, Harry's, Harry's the boss, right? But William won't see it that way. William's the boss where he goes. Oh, and absolutely. that's where it all goes wrong. He, he won't respect... <laughs> you know, I can see Harry and William getting on. Like, give it a little bit of time. Is there a Frenchman at Tottenham? Oh, that's a great question, actually. I don't think there are. Did you have any friends at Arsenal, Gareth? Mikel Silvestre was his only friend at Arsenal. And he's fucking gone as well. Yes! <laughs> um, that was one of the best pieces of transfer business I think the club oh, did this summer. Yeah. The only bit probably outstanding is a new goalkeeper. Mark Schwarzer has suffered another diplomatic injury at Fulham and looks set to join Arsenal before the end of the transfer window. Uh, Mark, what do you think will happen if and when Mark Schwarzer, or in the event that we don't sign him, Martin Stecklenberg from Ajax joins us? Which of our current goalkeepers will stay and who's going to go out on loan? Will anyone be sold? Al Mooney will be sold. I'm not sure to who. Who's going to take him? I've got no bloody idea. But he's definitely got to go. And I think you see, he? he's come out and said that if we bring in a new keeper, he won't want to hang around for much longer. Good. Fuck off, club captain, my ass. Um, so here we go. I certainly think Flapiansky will probably... Somebody doesn't like him. No, no. <laughs> and I can't believe I pay a £1,000 a year to watch him be the captain of the club I support. Makes me sick. You should That's sell the gooner. You should You're sell the... You should sell the Gooner outside the ground before the game and you wouldn't have to pay that much for your ticket. I don't want to do that. Well, you bloody well stop whinging. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. Yeah. Oh, got well, then don't, well, no, but then if £1,000 is that easy just to throw away on watching a football club, stop whinging about it. My point is, Bastard, I'm happy to pay it, kind of, not to have that in the goal. And as captain, say the word twerp is underused oh, in yeah. the 21st century. Yeah, bring back because twerp. if you're you can't even swear at him because swearing's too good for him. So the twerp's the ideal word. He's a nice fellow though, isn't he? How, how, how do you know? You friends with him? He's just too nice. That's yeah, the no, I he's too he's nice. He's too nice. He flaps. Oh, Steve, what, like what, what do you think is going to happen? It was Schwarzer comes in. We'll want the number one jersey. Oh, I wouldn't particularly have Schwarzer. I know. I know we won't get him. Yeah, this isn't. It's, it's going to happen. Yeah. Mark Schwarzer's yeah, going to be our new goalkeeper. Yeah. Hey. Okay, um, I prefer Schwartz to say anything we've got, yeah. to be honest. So what happens to Armunia, Fabianski, Manone Chesney, and Chesney? Chesney would be my number two. Chesney would be number one, my number two. I'd play him in the Carling Cup games, maybe the FA Cup as well. He had a great season on loan at Brentford last year. Manone would probably go on loan somewhere. Armunia would be sold. And I don't give a fuck what happens to Fabianski. Yeah, he can just die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bastard. Bob Wilson and Jimmy Rimmer. Jimmy Rimmer. That's all I've got to say. Where's Jimmy Rimmer when we need him? You wouldn't be able to get away with the name Jimmy Rimmer in the 21st century football, would you? Why? Well, there's all kinds of sexual connotations, aren't there? Oh, you're just <laughs> sick in the head. What does he mean about his sex all day? What does women mean? You're real. Hey, what does women mean? Well, that's your lot for this time. Just time for the usual reminder that if you want to email us about anything related to the podcast, our address is gunapodcast at gmail.com. That's gstring.com if you're sexually... <laughs> Fucking frustrating. <laughs> or a Gmail or G-A-Y mail if you like David and you're a gay. It's been Tumbleweed City in the inbox lately, so feel free to drop us a line and the chances are your offering will be read out in and a month's time. And we weren't time. referring to Basti's bird there. <laughs>
What was that? What, what, what context, may I Sumble say? Sumbleweed City. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God she doesn't listen to this God podcast. So thanks again to our sponsors. Goonashirt.com And the Hampstead Village Voice. Available from all good news agents in the NW3 area, I believe. No, not NW3 area, just Hampstead Village and South End Green. Anything south of Belsize Park is a foreign country. Highgate, you're a bunch of cunts. Fuck off. Now it's just time for our panel to bid farewell. The Don. <laughs> uh, Mark Ollington. Bye. And uh, Steve Ashford. Uh-huh. Goodbye to us. <laughs> they're listeners. <laughs> no, no, they are watching telly when this is on. They're not <laughs> uh, I'm your host, David Udo, and thank you again for listening. La di da di da, la di da di di, all good friends and jolly good company. Hooray! When we find ourselves in times of trouble, our new defenders there to see. He is French and Polish. And in our hour of darkness, there is Bakri Sanya number three, fearing any danger, Koshelni, 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 clearing any danger. Koshelni, all our troubles solved in just one day. William Gallus has now gone away. Oh, I believe in Skillachi. Suddenly, dum, dum, Sylvester's gone off to Abu Dhabi. Oh, I believe in Skillachi.